Welcome to a another edition of the podcast. We're going for two tonight. It's May 9th, Saturday night. Might have a special guest, we might not. But uh, Diggler and I are ready to bring it to you and uh, just lay it out there. So here we go. Another edition of the podcast. Yo, yo. Dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly. Got another. I figured I'd change up the second. I figured I'd change up the second episode. Okay, what you got? Oh, I already did it. It was a dab. Did a dab? Yeah, it was the first time I didn't do a uh, dab. Was the episode we just did? Gave you enough time to get a dab, dab in, I guess. So I mean, we kind of that was a quick. No, that, that was a quick switch over. Well, no, I figured I did the first podcast sober. I was going to do the next one not sober. Oh, you you were one hundred percent sober. No, no booze, no nothing. <coughs> well, I had a couple of beers, but those don't really count. I mean, it's flavored water. Coors Lights. I had to go to Bud Light since uh, uh, they ran out of the twenty pack of Coors Light at like a Mister Lee's. So I got I, I got a, Bud Light. I got a couple of Coors Lights, and I was thinking of you. You know, I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's dab cough. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah! Wow! Well, I right. just want to make sure there, there's actually evidence that happened. It happens. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I, I went to the store uh, earlier and uh, got some Coors Lights, and I was thinking of you because that's uh, that's your drink of choice, typically. Yeah. Coors Light is the breakfast of champions. <laughs> For a guy named for a guy that goes as two and two, fuck yeah. Well, yeah, it's two beers and two dabs before you go to work. Then you realize you're really. I mean, nobody pisses you off. You're at work. You could have a shitty day, but you're like, hey, I had a couple of beers, a couple of dabs before I got here. Yeah, they started. You've they started won- you won- good. I'm not going to let No, I was just going to say is that it's not like I go home and have beers for lunch or anything like that. But I, that's how I, when I was caddy, and that's what I did. Because I'd go down there, and sometimes you have to hang out for a while, you know, because oh, yeah, you don't yeah. know if your if your client's getting down there early or whatnot. So you're down there early, and uh, so you got some time to kill. And what's the best thing to make you relax? Fucking a dab and a beer, have a shower beer. I'm ready to go to work. The last show and the intro, you didn't hear it, but um, I was saying, you know, we'll probably talk about Mike Tyson. <laughs> we, Tyson. Ended, we ended up talking about the UFC live, <laughs> live in prog- progress. But, um, yeah, dude, Tyson offered $20 million fucking dollars for a bare-knuckle fight a bur- against Shannon Briggs. You see that? What does the uh, rounds go to? I think it's like uh, five or six rounds. I don't even think it's that. I think it's short. I think it. I mean, I could be wrong. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't I, dab, dab, cough. I haven't studied. What I've out. I haven't listen. I haven't studied um, what 
the bare knuckle rules are, but it's not a boxing match. Like it's not a WBO fucking title on the line. It's a bare knuckle fight. And, uh, it's, it's like a dirty stepchild of the UFC, you know, type of organization. And, uh, he was offered 20 million, man. And that's even in the UFC, man, that's a lot. I don't think there's been ever been a $20 million offer in the UFC. I mean, <laughs> I might have to check my facts on that, but, um, that's a lot of money, bro. Well, the thing is they know he could fall in the crowd. I mean, when he, what his last fight, he made like 50 or 60 million. I don't know. I didn't, I, I mean, I haven't fact checked my information here, but, it wouldn't surprise well, me. Well, all I know is that with the bare knuckle, I don't know too much about the rules or anything, but what really interests me is uh, uh, the format. So, obviously, bare knuckle, um, round ring. It's not a square ring. It's a round ring, and it, I think it's a little small. And the thing, too, is there's a toe line for each fighter, and you basically have to, you know those pitchers they get of, you know, uh, before boxing matches, they get they get the people during the press conference and all that stuff, and they sometimes a little brawl breaks out. But you know, it's where they're like really, yeah. You know, I I, I don't know. I've, they, I've, so I've never I've never watched the major three inches away from the guy. Never watched a a, a full bare knuckle fighting like lead into the fight. Actually, <laughs> watch the fights. I don't think I've. I, to be honest with you, I've never seen one. Think about Rampage. Remember Rampage? Remembers. His backyard videos. That that wasn't rampage. That was Kimbo Slice, bro. Yeah, well, Kimbo, he rampaged through everybody. But no, uh, Kimbo <laughs> Slice. He was in the backyard. He was in the backyard, and that that's kind of bare knuckle fighting. Totally, it was. It was bare knuckle fighting. But I mean, it's when he's boxing, when you're boxing, but but when you're Mike Tyson and you watch that. I mean, we brought up on the podcast a couple episodes ago, but like the fucking watching him as a 53 year old, like practice, spar, whatever. He wasn't sparring, he was practicing. Someone was holding gloves for him and had a, a body shield on and was calling combinations for him. And he looked fucking scary, man. Like that, that guy is the Michael, he's the goat. He's the Michael Jordan of boxing, in my opinion. I mean, as far as a draw, everybody wants to see that guy knock somebody else out. I mean, we talked about it before. Like, I mean, I saw his first fight out of jail, and I'm pretty sure you saw the same thing. And it's, wow. This is big news. The, the thing is, the thing is, he uh, he's the most explosive fighter with power there ever was. Dude. I mean. Scariest one, for sure. For, for, for his, his weight class. Heavyweight, heavyweight, heavyweight. He was a big boy, but I mean, everybody wanted to be like Mike. I mean, I mean, he, I he mean, would knock the guys out with the first round. First round, if you made it past the first round, you move. won. <laughs> you were winning. You well, <laughs> you're ahead. You're still alive. Exactly. I mean, I watched a heavyweight fight tonight. Uh, the UFC prelims, Verdum and that Russian guy, and um, they look like shit. I watched fucking um tyson just hit pads and i would take tyson over any of those fucking guys straight up as long as he can keep it standing 
in MMA. I mean, he's, we're talking bare knuckle fighting. A, I'm just saying he's he's always had a little screw loose or something like that, but he looks like everything's come together because he looks solid. It's he crazy. Looks, he, 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 he was on the Rogan podcast not too long ago talking about how he doesn't work out anymore. He's like, and Joe's like, yo, do you work out? And he's like, no, no, I don't work out. He was smoking DMT like on the regular, <laughs> on the regular, which is not recommended, by really? the way. And he, what he, is that? DMT. Yeah. Okay, so DMT is. A, I'm 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 paraphrasing the Rogan podcast because I've never done DMT in my life, but what it is. It's a naturally produced chemical in your brain, in the frontal lobe. Like, you know how the um, Indians from India put the little red dot on their forehead? Well, that is called the pernibral gland or something like that. I don't know. Like, I just just slurred all the time. No, I know what you're talking about. I've seen this. I've seen the same Joe Rogan podcast. I know exactly what you're talking about. So, so, so DMT. So, D, so real quick, DMT is naturally produced in your own brain. It's something that creates dreams. Okay, and uh, apparently there's a lab somewhere that you can order this shit from, and it comes in a powder form, and you can smoke it like crack. No shit. Yeah. And fucking, it puts you on this, the, the gnarliest trip you've ever been on in your life for five minutes, and it feels like five days. Um, apparently, it's, you feel nothing but love, and you feel like you have no control, and you've got to let go. You're forced to let go. It's super scary at first, but once you do, it's all about love. They sell this legally? They sell this legally? I don't know how people get it. I don't know if it's legal or not. I really don't. Um, well, the only he made it sound like he gets online and calls his pharmacist and gets, says, give me some of that shit that sucks me up. Apparently, you used to be able to do it, but um, the only other way I know that you can get DMT is through um, this tea. It's called ayahuasca, and ayahuasca is, ayahuasca. If you, I don't know if you've heard of this shit, but it's, some, it's two vines that are found in the Amazon, and they're from like yeah. completely opposite fucking parts of the jungle. And they put in a tea, you drink the shit, and you fucking puke. You puke like crazy. And a shaman administers oh, shaman like fun. A shaman administers it. You drink the tea, you puke, and then all of a sudden you go through the same thing as you would if you would have smoked it. And I guess it works very good for alcoholics. Like, as soon as they're done, like, they won't even ever take a drink again. But you can only do it in South America. Like, that's the only place it's legal to do. Or, I mean, they don't do it up here. I think there's a church, like, a church, maybe in Oregon. Maybe I could be, fact check me, I'm probably wrong. But I think it's in Oregon. There's a church that said, hey, this is part of our religion. We do this. And they do these ayahuasca drinks. And shaman just, you know, takes you through. And you go through an experience. And... You come out a better person, apparently, at the end. Apparently. So, so how long was so how, so getting back on Tyson? How long was Tyson doing that? Dude, he was smoking it like every day. He was telling Rogan on the podcast. He's he's been on the Rogan podcast a couple so times. What, so so what did he as far as what did he say his experience 
experience was? Did he say he liked it? Yeah, he's, it calms he's, him down. Yeah, he's, yeah, it calms him down. He says it makes him feel love. Sure. He goes, it's scary at first, but once you let go, it's exactly how I described. I mean, it's it's this crazy fucking trip that fucking just I don't know. It's 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 something outside of this world. It's very psychedelic. You see lots of geo. Uh, you know, these shapes, uh, ge- geometric shapes, and um, you, you, this is kind of where like people think like they're actually talking to like interdimensional beings. It's like they're talking to. It's like a come to Jesus talk is what it sounds like to me. And like I said, I've never okay. done. I've never done it. Can't speak from experience, but it's. Well, I had, I had asked because I've never done it neither. Right. I was I was kind of curious. I was like, what what is that? But I remember the the two. Uh, uh, plants up in the, you know, in the other country. I think a prerequisite would, would be to do some fucking mushroom tea first, but um, before you jump into DMT, I I don't know. Like maybe you jump into DMT without any of that. I don't. I I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I tried. I tried. I tried uh, uh, cabenzi's mushrooms. Yeah. That was more of a trip where things just kind of melt together, and you know. I talk, but then I remember trying. I remember trying MDMA when I was younger. And that's that different. Was kind of cool because everything, every time you brushed against a wall or something, it was like, wow. You basically came in your pants. Well, not really. You just you were Mister Happy. You just looked like a goober sitting in the corner, just you know, fucking touching your hair. You know, I remember, you just looked weird. You, I remember you were in too much of a zone. There was one time we went to uh, UP Station for a little karaoke, and I was talking to, um, unfortunately, I called her by the wrong name. I called her Star, but she's not Star. The other blonde bartender chick there. What's her name? Do you know? Uh, no, by the time I get to that bar, they cut me off, so I stopped remembering their name. She, yeah, she doesn't, th- those girl, those new girls don't like us there because we're, we're, we're a little too rowdy for them, but... Um, I, w- I went one of the, w- during one of those times where I had the you know the whole get up in my car, um, and mm-hmm. I, she's like she she was talking to me and I was dead sober and like like yeah just give me another sprite whatever, and um, we ended up talking about that shit for God a solid thirty forty minutes and uh, she was like yeah I she goes yeah I take you to you know I take you to the park and you know do that with you because like it's a really a beautiful experience you should experience it once in your life like mushrooms or the dmt or whatever and i'm like all right and i never fo- i never followed up on her but uh yeah well it's, it's, it's one thing it's like, not just me that's saying I, I, well no this is this is the thing with me is like i did mushrooms once and uh it was a cool trip i didn't tr- freak out or anything but it wasn't something i like felt like i needed to repeat you know, but I could see myself maybe trying that uh, drink that they do in the jungle. The ayahuasca thing? We might be able to get that done in Oregon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Joe Rogan said he did that one time. And he said it's almost like you fell on your, like an interdimensional. Yeah, it's crazy. You're, you're like, it, it apparently yeah. lasts much longer than smoking the DMT because smoking the DMT is like five minutes. The ayahuasca thing's like a solid, like, hour hour and a half but you puke like yeah. crazy because like the 
the vines. I never, I never heard of the puking thing, but I guess you do. Well, the well, here's why you puke. I'll tell you exactly why you puke. The vines are mixed with tobacco, so you're drinking basically like fucking skull chew. And if you're not used to that, you're gonna puke. You're gonna in, you're gonna puke within five minutes, easy. I mean, I remember the first time I chewed and I puked in couple of minutes like it was like almost instantaneously instantaneous so yeah i, mean, I don't like chew. i don't like to the back of me either so you've got to do that to apparently go through this ayahuasca drink huh. anyway so maybe this is uh, so anyway mike tyson found just to them doing all this shit getting super stoned well, I mean, he Tyson too has also become a major pot advocate. He opened up his own pot ranch uh, about yep. a couple of years ago, and um, yeah, he's he's a different person. He's not as aggressive. I think he's doing all these things to become a less aggressive person. But I don't know. He's an interesting dude for one. But you watch him fucking spar, man. Like he looks like the old Tyson. The ever was i uh can't wait for him to be in another movie i can't wait for this he's had some good pulls. i can't wait for this bare knuckle match fuck the movies i've seen a movie i can't even remember which one it was but he he was, was in all the, the hangovers remember because i oh, saw the oh oh yeah Th- those were great those were great i've seen him in action. he was uh go ahead yeah they brought the to him and he showed, showed him the video of them stealing the tiger. Yeah. And uh, he was doing all these obscene things. And I remember he was playing that Phil Collins song, I Can Feel It in the Air Tonight. Yeah. And it was like uh, getting up to the part where he starts hitting the drums. And right before he hits the drums, Tyson's like, This is my favorite part. He knocked Play out that guy. I, that, that's a fucking great movie. I just watched that like about a month ago. And like, I remember seeing that for the first time thinking that was the best shit ever. I still believe that's one of the be- best comedies out there. I mean, oh, who can't relate to a crazy Vegas story. Dude, he was in the third movie too. Or the second movie. When they were in, uh, was he? Yeah. When they were overseas and they lost the brother. They had to go find the brother. They got a, a freaking monkey in the process, all that shit. Jesus. I and then I saw uh, that one. You get, they're getting married in Thailand or something like that. And uh, they arrive on the boat. And I think the, uh, I think he did the song at the end of the uh, movie. Did he? Yeah, well, he did a song at the end of the movie. And I don't know if it was on the just the one movie, but I thought it was two. Because they had, what, three of those Hangover movies? At least three. Oh, those are great movies. You couldn't make them now. It'd be too offensive. Yeah, I know. Some people would have their feelings hurt. Oh. That was such a great movie, though. I loved them. The whole series. I loved them. You know what I did today, though, Um, that you might might find interesting? I think I sent you a text, but um, I watched an interview with Elon Musk on the Rogan podcast. It was a solid two yeah. hours. It was a solid two hours. I'm not sure if you got a chance to check Is it out. Is this the one where he's selling all this 
personal possessions for the most part. His house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wa- I watched that whole thing. Just I mean, I'll we'll dive into it in a, in a second, but I watched the whole thing on YouTube, right? And it's mm-hmm. it's Mother Mother's Day weekend, so I'm hanging out with my mom and and she 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 knows who he is, but she didn't even know what he looked like. So I'm like, "Yo, listen." I said, "You got a little time, so we're drinking coffee." And I showed her the interview, right? And then mm-hmm. she's like, "Wow, I really liked him." And I said, "I said, well, I said, have you ever heard of or seen the first Rogan interview with him, where he's smoking pot and drinking whiskey with him?" She's like, "What?" Blew her mind. So we watched basically four hours of Elon Musk and Joe Rogan today. That was our. That was Dude, our. when he sm- when he when he was on Joe Rogan's podcast and he smoked pot, yeah, his stock like his stock is having to drop like ten percent. Yeah, and he he just doesn't care. He's like, I'm going to do what I want. I'm smarter than all the rest of you, fucks. Yeah, I'm a billionaire engineer. You know? I'm a billionaire engineer. I'm, le- I'm going to send fucking. You send shit out into the space, and it's going to land. It's going to land upright. Yeah, I mean, even and we're going to be able to reuse that shit. And I'm going to sell you fucking cars that don't need gas. Yeah, I remember. Just, I, I, I remember. I thought about it. I remember on the first episode, like he fucking um, gets a text message, and he goes, he goes, and Rogan's like, "Well, are you getting text from your bitches or something like that?" And he goes, "No, it's from a friend. Ask me why I'm smoking pot." <laughs> <laughs> awesome but he's an interesting cat Dude. he's an interesting cat man like and uh he makes you love. hear he just had a kid he's got several kids do you know that some of his well, well, kids were, were petri dish kids well i don't know but this kid he's got now doesn't have a name it has like equations a e 12 e or something like that ash e i thought it, i don't know it means something I don't know what, what that, are they going to call him, Sam? I don't know what that means, but um, so you got to come up with a nickname for that kid. So my mom is on on her phone, and she's like looking up all these random ass statistics, or sorry, not statistics, but facts about Elon Musk. And one of them was like, she's talking about her kids or his kids, mm-hmm. and, and she's like, "Do you know he had a kid that died? And did you know that after the kid that died, he had twins, and then after that, he had triplets?" I'm like. What? She's like, yeah, he's got like six or seven kids or something like that. And uh, I don't know if that's right. I thought he just has the one kid. No, look it up, man. Like my mom just dove fucking head first into it. She was loving. I mean, she didn't hear the first episode, but she heard this, the most recent one first. And she's like looking up. Well, all the wife he has, is, she's tiny. She, he's he's, tiny, and they were just talking about one kid. I would assume they would say that no, he had multiple kids. No, check this out. So he's divorced from that Cloning woman. himself. No, he's divorced from that woman, and he has a 22-year-old girlfriend. He's like 46. What a savage. Yeah, and she looks like just some sort of... She looks... She's got a different look about her. So does Elon. Hey, to each his own. He's having a good time smoking pot on Joe Rogan's podcast. What else could be better? Dude, he was... Now my t- stock's going to drop 10% tomorrow. I don't give a shit. Well, he was talking about other companies beyond Tesla and SpaceX. 
There's something called Neurolink or Neuronlink. Or, I think oh, yeah. So they're going to drill a hole out of your head. Yeah. Your skull. Yeah. And plant a, uh, a chip in there. And you can uh, upgrade it as much as you want, or you can keep it this moment. But he said there's 10 years you might not even be using language to talk to people. You might not say a word. Yeah. And the what I got out of it was, okay, so there's only like positive and negative electro electrodes in your brain right so basically what we're going to do is we're going to put these ultra microscopic wires and attach them to certain parts of your brain that send positive and negative shocks to it and essentially what it will do is trigger those parts of the brain uh to repair yourself so even your lungs your eyesight uh all sorts of shit and i thought i was like i was like jesus christ but I, my mom was like, so would you get that shit? And I'm like, I wouldn't be the first person to do it. That's for damn sure. But, you know, it might be entertaining if we can prove that our brains only require, you know, a positive and negative. The shit, like think about electricity. The shit that's been around since the beginning of electricity, you know, there's a positive and negative current, right? So if they can prove that about our human body and the brain, you know, that it's just an A and B thing and it's still the same technology that powers our electrical sockets that powers all of our devices for the past like hundred some years, then yeah, maybe, but I, I don't know, man. Like that seemed fucking crazy to cut a fucking hole in your skull and put a little smart watch fucking size thing in, in the back of your brain I mean, that seems nuts. Yeah, but shit. We know where all this is going. Listen, if you're old enough, if you're old enough, you're like, I'm 80 years old. You're telling me I can get my eyesight improved. I'm not going to worry about my lungs, you know, collapsing and maybe we could fix that. I'd take a chance. You know what I'm saying? If I was your parents' age, I would take a chance. Your parents are in your 80s. Like, I, take a chance. You yeah, live, but you, you got to realize you don't live forever. It comes down to, you don't live forever. It comes down to the quality of life you want to live. It's right. like, if you want to live till 200, that's great. But, I mean, if I can't walk around and sh I'm shitting myself all the time. Well, you maybe, maybe, you're maybe after maybe a year of doing that, I'm like, I'll pull my own butt. Well, maybe huh? maybe your quality of life is you're shitting, shitting yourself, and you it sucks. Like, maybe it's it's a, you're a good candidate. Well, no, I'm saying maybe your body breaks down after you have the implant. Things, you know, fixes your eyesight and stuff like that, but it gets to a point where it's like, I can't do anything about those joints. You know, and now you, they replace your joints, and no matter what, you live maybe to 200 years, we're all eventually going to... I mean, they're talking about downloading your consciousness right, right into a robot. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, what if you... What if you and could, Joe Rogan was right. He's like, if that technology happened, he's like, fuck, yeah, I'd say, you know... I've had, a hole, put a little thing in there. I've had some pretty fucking awesome times in my life. I mean, you've been part of a lot of them, and it's like, all right, well, what if you could save that, those memories, and and 
what you feel when you wake up one day is you still got all that, but maybe, you know, it's, Elon was saying, it's like, could you imagine downloading your entire conscious and your memory into a, a version that you pick? Man. That's in his, like, 24, 25-year-old. Biblical. He's a robot body, but he's just all fucking... Ah, shit, I always wanted to be blonde, blue eyes, or some shit. Maybe I wanted to be a yeah Asian guy that's just all ripped. Maybe I want to look like The Rock. You pick up a body you want, download it, boom. That seems like it's going to be a thing at some point. I mean, as long as uh, you know we stay alive and healthy, I think in the <laughs> next 40, 50 years, we're going to see some shit, man. Here's a question, though. You would have to choose at what age you wanted to be downloaded. Let's say this technology was available tomorrow. Yeah. And you would you sit there and be like, God, I don't want to really be downloaded yet. Um, so there's like this, for me, I'm 41. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll, I want to see what it looks like to get old. Maybe I'll wait till I'm like 60. Wait till you're 61 or 71. I mean, and then I'll, 70, I'll be like, okay, se- se- seven, 71, you just need to start making some decisions. Yeah. For now, don't Instead of getting social security. You just get a body. <laughs> Maybe I. I mean, that would be cool. I mean, fuck. Like, I, I mean, mean, I don't need social security. Give me a younger body. I'll go back to work. Fuck yeah! Like, put my put my experience in a twenty three year old. I'd take that all day. We always we always thought, what would you do if you could, you know, be back in college years. I kind of feel like that today. I kind of feel like that today because I'm in college right now. That is true. It's crazy. I mean, I look at it like there's pieces of my education that are going to cross into some of these theories. I mean, in my, um, you know, learning plan, I see... AI courses, I see machine learning courses, like it's all in computer science today. I mean, that wasn't in computer science even five years ago. So I actually feel okay that I waited so long to make a decision on that. Dude, another 10 years, you can just get that new body upgrade. Get your memories and consciousness installed and then just be like, ah, oh, you know what? I want to be a, uh, I, bu- I built my own. I built my I own twenty-three-year-old self MMA star. Yeah, maybe I made my own twenty-three-year-old MMA star fucking body with my consciousness of a fifty-five-year-old. You know what I mean? Next thing you yeah. know, next thing you know, like you're you're reliving your life all over again, and you add yourself another hundred years. I mean, how weird? Would, how weird would that be? thing about this though if you were downloaded in like an android body yeah you would you would probably be uh dating a girl that's in her android body quite possibly but if you know the sex is right and so you would be like she's cool you guys like, get together I, like, i'm into it <laughs> like android sex she's gonna make me come that's 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 what i'm about 
Well, you could just, you could have a detachable penis and be like, oh, you like it bigger? Oh, here, let me... No, 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 I just installed the right size right away. Oh, you're just going to go extra large all the way? You know, I mean, I'd give myself a, you know, solid eight inches and, you know, make sure make sure that my I had a natural eight pack at all times. I mean, like there's times in my life where I did have that minus the eight inch penis, but you know, I mean, shit, if you could fucking have all that you wanted and just like, it was a car. Hey, I want the nicest rims. I want the sweetest sound system. I want a sunroof. Um, why not, man? Like, I mean, I believe in God. I believe in the Bible, Jesus, okay? And a lot of in there is like, these are temptations that you should not go for. But I'm telling you, man, if they extend what our experience for ones that did not seem to get the full experience, because I think that there's a time, people that have lived between the internet age, they're not living the same life. Our parents, our grandparents, and definitely our great parents, great grandparents and beyond did not live. So it's not the same game, right? So I think that we're in this information age where we're, we are the, um, we're, we're the betas. We're the test subjects of this era, this information era. Seriously. Mm -hmm. And we may be given an opportunity to start again because we had an unfair advantage. And I don't think that anybody would look down on us for that. And if anything, man, people would kill for that shit, you know, from fucking 200 years ago. I mean, they were dying in their 50s. They'd be, they'd, oh, yeah. They'd kill to live to their 90s today like some people do. I mean, I think that there's people of our age group, you know, you and I might somewhere be in the cutoff, you know? I mean, Danny Brooks... Danny Diggler might fucking die off at 85, 90 years old. Uh, where there's a slim difference between your and I's age. Like you're just what, like five years older than me. Maybe, maybe I made, yeah. maybe I made the cut and I lived for fucking two, 300 years. How crazy would that oh, show be? Oh, wow. Why do you got to say that? That's fucked up, man. I'm not saying. You're letting me get up to it is fucked up. It is fucked up. But I'm just saying, there's going to be a cutoff. Somewhere. I'm living in 93. I'm going to make the cut. There's going to be a cutoff somewhere because, like, listen, it's it's going to be between you and our friend, uh, uh, Amen, our friend, uh, Danny Patnode. You know, I mean, those guys are around the same age. You know, there's maybe a 10-year difference between you and them. Pruitt, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those guys are wiped. You know they may not they may not survive the the uh, evolution of the technology. However, you and I totally might. Maybe we live an extra two hundred years, and you, just because of technology. Well, think about this. Maybe this is technology coming back to flourishing, like it's happened in the past. Because, like, getting totally into the ancient have. alien talk, 
getting an ancient alien talks, a lot of those kings and uh, people that led Egypt were supposedly like leading for like 25,000 years at a time, 10,000 years. Yo, in the Bible, it you says know? people live for like fucking eight, 900,000 years, 1,100 years. I mean, like, it's, it's unbelievable how long people lived. So, like, maybe that technology did exist and you could get something like this done, you know, where you maybe didn't have control over it. Maybe someone else did, but, like, you know, like, you didn't, you didn't, in your immune system all of a sudden was adapt to fucking COVID-19 just because, like, oh, we know what this shit is. Bop, 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 a couple strokes of the computer, uh, the, the keyboard, all of a sudden, you're, that's not a thing for you. We uploaded an update, a driver, a fucking, you know, a patch to your fucking being, and you're, it's, you're fine. Totally possible. You know, it's weird. You'll probably just be walking around and your sensors in your body will send a message to your pharmacist. It'll put something in the mail. Freaking FedEx will drop it off to you and you just, like, inject yourself every time something comes up. Listen, in comparison from health to just regular technology, Elon Musk was talking about the new Tesla Roadster doing 295 miles an hour top speed doing one or uh, zero to 60 in 1.95 seconds. So not a seven second car. That used to be the King Dingling. You got a seven, six second car, five, seven second car, five second car goes zero to 60. Well, a lot of like, we're talking one point. We're talking two, two seconds, two second car. Yeah. In a roadster. In a car. What the fuck? Yeah. But the roadster says this the convertible. It's their baddest of the baddest. And it will auto-drive you wherever you need to go. 1.9 seconds. Two-second car. It goes 295 miles an hour. Dude, when Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt and all the baddest NASCAR racers were going, you know how fast their cars were? We're talking like, like 200 miles an hour. 210, 220 tops. Like 195 was a fast car. That was then. Um, Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt. Dude, we're talking an extra 100 miles an hour in a fucking base model car. That charges. Make sure your battery's charged. It doesn't use gasoline. (laughs) It's crazy, man. Some of those electric cars are so much quicker. I mean, like the power goes direct. I mean, it's it's been insane. Have you, have you ever have you ever been in one? Uh, no, but I've seen a couple of friends that have them, and I went and looked at them, popped in, sat down, you know. But uh, no, never driven in one. Dude, it might be possible to go faster on ground than it is in in flight. I don't know if that's possible or not, but it. Maybe not. He was talking about um, the Roadster having a quote-unquote unfair advantage, which he's talking about stealing some technology from um, SpaceX. So, like, they were going to do some, like, jet propulsion shit. 
to make it go faster. So you have to get like maybe they're slowly introducing alien technology into our, our uh, system now. I don't know, man, but that's what there's got to be. There's got to be, huh? There's got to be something in that car that keeps it grounded. Because when you start getting to certain speeds, just the underwind, you know, that's get what, underneath that car and flip it over. That's what I'm on a mission to find out, man. In college, because like my my degree is going to be in computer science, so it's like. I, I I don't know. I mean, I'll find out more in the next two years than I'll find out probably over my entire life to be caught up to speed. And, you know, I mean, shit, 10 more years from now, like, that's just going to be enough to know what, to be aware of what's going on. The majority, there's going to be a, 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 there already is, but a huge information gap between people. I mean, from what I know to the next person to Bill Gates, you know, I mean, it's, or, you know, to the Amazon employee, to Jeff Bezos or whatever you want to, however you want to make that path. There's a huge information gap. Yeah. I mean, if... <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but like, it's it's time to get on board. And well, think about the phone. Think about the phones we got right now. They're computers. The phones we're talking. No, yeah, but think about this. I mean, we don't know if we opened it up. We don't know what the hell was going on. We wouldn't be able to put one together, but we know how to use it. You know, Rogan's got a funny joke. He came out with about ten years ago, but he's like, "If I sent you into the woods with a hatchet and a." fucking set of matches how long would it be before you could make me a cell phone i know what a crazy fucking thought because that's all we had back in the day a hundred years ago well there's special there's certain people that know how to do each of these things and if you don't have them you don't have that product i just so it's weird it's like it's like i know how to use things and stuff like that but you know if something broke, like, I wouldn't know how to fix it if I needed to or, you know. I mean, do you know how to fix your cell phone? No. Exactly. You just go I buy, mean, it tells me I'm already one. running out of storage. The battery's always dying. You just go buy another one. That's what you do. Well, yeah. Let me just go to the store tomorrow. I'm sure that's an essential store. I don't know, man. I, I think... Um, now is the best time to educate yourself because we understand so much now that will propel us even further with AI and AI. Like I, in one of my classes, they're like, uh, this blew my mind, but they're like, okay, a computer in 2050 will be able to process as much data as the entire human race. Think about that. What's their computing? That's what I need to know. Anything, man. Like the the, the no, sol- I know, but the solvent for the pandemic. We can just put it in a computer, and boom! It's almost like the entire human race is solving it in an Excel sheet or something like that. I I don't know, man. Like I mean, I don't know what it means exactly, but 
That's the prediction. In 2050, computers will be able to do the same processing power as the entire human race. That blows my fucking mind, man. And we're going to be alive during that. Yeah, what we got to do is we got to figure out how to intersect ourselves with this technology because go back if it to college, it go back us. to college, go back to college. I'll send you the link, brother. You can get automatically in if you fall in the path that I've been. I think I'm going to work another 10 years at what I'm doing at an Airstream and move into the woods with an hatchet and some matches. There you go. I mean, here's, See if the, I can make he, he, here's the other part. Here's the dividing part, I think, in our lives right now. Is the fact mm-hmm. is the fact that, yeah, you can go work for Amazon, you can go work for Microsoft, work for Google, whatever. You work hard to get a house, and it still has to be built. You know, I mean, those skills won't go away. Those, the physical science skills won't go away. You know, the people that know how to do construction, they know how to manufacture things. Um, that's just as valuable as learning code. Because that's the end goal, right? I don't know. I thought, have you seen, huh? I mean, that's the end goal, right? I mean, if you're going to make money, you're going to, you want to spend it on your own well-being and it's got to be built. I mean, Elon made a great point today on the podcast that I listened to with Rogan. He goes, uh, so we can only build about 10,000 feet up you know, before you start hitting the atmosphere or whatever. He goes, but we, mm-hmm. can, we can build 100 stories down. You know, he built a pit in Los Angeles to make a fucking underground tunnel to avoid traffic. Yeah. Crazy. That's true, with the high-speed train. He's just talking about uh, a Tesla car on autopilot that rolls through these things at super high-end speeds, like you know this car that goes almost 300 miles an hour. You know, I mean, shit, you could do it in a tunnel on a different level, whether it's, you know... 100 feet down, 1,000 feet down, 10,000 feet down. There's different levels that you can operate this car. Wild. Blows my mind. Too wild. That's what he wants to do in Mars. I mean, there's a... He wants to tunnel everything. Because the conditions are too harsh to live on. Let's everybody live underground. What about that moon around uh, Jupiter? It's supposed to be able to have water. Crazy. Europa or not? Not Triton or Titan. I forget. No, but there's a couple of things out there that we're gonna find. They these might, th- you know. We're gonna find these things out in our lifetime. That blows my mind. 
you know, the other weird thing, too, is if he gets a lot of these ships that can uh, go up, come back down, land, go up, come back down, land, reusable, he could get up there, get into some asteroids, send a crew up there to get asteroids and mine asteroids. Asteroids are incredibly rich with uh, minerals, gold, platinum, all sorts of... uh, high-end type of minerals that they need. Materials that we base our currency off. What's that? Materials that we burnt, that we uh, base our currency off. (laughs) Well, a lot of materials are rare, too. Especially gold and platinum and silver and everything you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to turn my headset on back on real quick. Cool. All right. Pretty soon it's going to be implanted in your brain. You won't have to do shit. I'm having a hard time getting around my hair right now. My hair's so fucking long. I know. You're like Jeff Bridges, bro. You're like the dude. You're robe. <laughs> I, I got to go to the store tomorrow. I was thinking about just wearing my robe, sunglasses. In the face now. Hang out in the milk section. It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh god. But, I, don't, uh, I don't know, man. Things are, things are changing, and uh, they're going to change at a rapid pace. And um, he made a good point, you know, about how our system's set up. You know, like when it came to cars, uh, they didn't put seatbelts on cars for solid. 10, 15 years because, you know, the industry fought, the car industry fought putting uh, safety belts in cars because it added an expense because they'd have to, you know, put more, you know, into the car. You got to charge the consumer more. You got to charge the consumer more. Right. But why would you want to do that when, you know, you got a good price at the time and fucking... Uh, you've got to put these things in your car and uh, it's an added expense to the manufacturer. So, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. but think about this. Think about this. You're eventually going to get your robot body, right? And right now, you can have any car you want. Just depends on how much you want to spend, how much you want to invest in that car. Do you want it? What do you a was, sports car? I know, but what do you... What he was saying, it, it took 10 to 15 years because of our legal system, our, you know, how Congress works. It just takes a long time. He goes, so what's going to happen with AI? You know, it's going to rapidly expand year over year over year that uh, mm-hmm. it's going to get out of control before it gets under control. Before these, They're not going to be able to control yeah, be, before before things can become controllable by law and by you know standards of our. Uh, so what you're going to say is that the people can actually make their decision. Maybe they stop buying expensive houses and expensive cars, and they save their money for their robot body. Maybe that too. I mean, I don't know. So many unknowns, but I mean, we're going to be. The fact is, is that we're going to be alive to find out. Hmm. I wonder if you're going to still be able to get stoned in a robot body. I don't know. 
<laughs> we may not have to. I mean, our bodies themselves, Rogan made a good point. He goes, they're just drug factories. I mean, you know, for happiness, like your hormones and all these different things, you know, fucking, I don't know. We're just going to have to. Well, you're not going you're not going to need to eat. We're just going to find out. We're. I'm going to, I'm going to go out and smoke while I can. Yeah. <laughs> Before I get downloaded. Cause I might not be able to have a smoke again. Well, you're going to remember these times, I guess. I mean, shit. I honestly don't know what to say when it comes, comes to all this that we're talking about, because it's just going to blow our minds. I mean, I even think that, you know, that, uh, we're not that far away. He was saying because we're like a year away from these neuro, neuro link to be putting these fucking smart things in your brain, and uh, you know, I mean, fuck, like the way it's set up right now. I mean, you've got to have, I don't know, you've got to the FDA's got to approve on things, things like that, and you. What he's talking about is how our system is so slow, but what we keep developing through AI and machine learning is that it that's going significantly faster. And with that prediction that I was telling you from my school, you know, with a computer having the entire fucking, you know, uh, knowledge of the world, knowledge of what. Yeah, within your fingertips. I mean, like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What's going to happen in 2050? You know, I mean, that's why these podcasts, I think, are very valuable because it's going to it's going to explain what we were thinking at this time in 2020. And what we're doing right now, um, we're using technology and things like that, but um, I don't think it's anything outside the realm of what was natural 50 years ago i mean my my mom was trying to tell me that my great-grandparents were recording themselves on 45s you know oh yeah way back in the day apparently there's a bunch of um records and shit like that that uh my great-grandparents recorded themselves sitting in the garage or wherever the fuck they were. They're on the patio having a couple cocktails. It was bridge night talking shit. You know, I mean, this will never go away. Oh no. Crazy to think about. I don't know. It's a crazy world. I mean, I really get in, so engulfed in a lot of those talks because I, I saw a couple of those Elon Musk talks and stuff like that. He's super smart, super interesting. Joe Rogan has a lot of good points he brings up and stuff, but yeah. The technology is going so quick and they can't, they don't, you can't really red tape it because then you're selling technology. You, you want to get technology out as quick as you can because you know other countries are doing that. You don't want to be back, you know, late. 
So you got to be competitive, but you can't have people slowing you down. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it almost seems like there might be a breaking point or something, but you, you can't really slow down technology. Nope. Not, not at all. I mean, it's just going to flow, and <clears throat> we're going to download everything into our head. We're eventually all going to be able to <laughs> be GPS tracked. I mean, we already are with our cell phones. We carry around all the time. So, yeah, I think all the technologies we we've had in the past 10, 20 years has got us accustomed to. Well, we're we're already kind of integrating ourselves voluntarily to machine. That's what he's saying. He's like, we're already kind of cyborgs, you know, with our phones and everything. I mean, think about it. we do all these podcasts over the phone and goes on a computer and we communicate with people through our voices online. I mean, everything we do is technology based without even thinking about it. And it's just kind of normal thing to do nowadays. It's, it's just weird. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Especially with, especially with the podcast. I mean, it's like Jesus Christ, like the fact that we can put these things up on the internet and you know, all I got to do is run a Facebook ad Instagram ad or something like that and all of a sudden thousands of people are listening to what <laughs> we're talking about in a, yeah, I mean, in a matter of almost instantaneous well the main thing is just putting these up there and making sure they're still fun and, and interesting things to talk about and stuff and if it hits, it hits if it doesn't hey it's been fun I mean I I think these are pretty. We need to get our guests. We need to call Angry White Guy. Yeah, we need to call Angry. Uh, That's how this actually made it out golfing a couple of times. What's that? He's actually made it out golfing a couple of times since they opened it up back up on the fifth. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's been out, kind of jealous. Well, that son of a bitch owes me a round at Canterwood because uh, he keeps talking about it. And uh, I think, shit, me, you, and him need to go, and we'll just go in separate carts. America's guest can pull some strings. Yeah, he can. He pulled some strings for me. I mean, I played golf. We played golf. You were supposed to go, but uh, I went in your place. And um, oh yeah, over that night had a had a great time. So we'll have to give him a jingle next time. We will. Uh, I'm bummed that uh, his podcast got deleted, but uh, he'll make up for it several times over. I'm sure. Oh, I thought you found it. No, I found everybody's, but his, I told you his for sure got deleted. Oh, got ya. Got ya. We'll get him on the. That was a solid podcast, too. We'll get him on the turnaround. Get him on the turnaround. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So here we are doing this one, and. Smoke a cigarette. It's about bedtime. It's twelve 
a.m. We got about, I don't know, four or five minutes to go. How you want to end Oh, God, it? we have that much. We, we got a lot of time. I know. It feels like it's been over for a while. Running out of shit, running, running out of shit to talk about. Dude, we could go back on that technology kick. What would Dan Pena have to say about technology going forward? Uh, he's probably already a robot. Possibly. He's got to get that neural link probably before anybody else. He's old. He's like 80. All he knows is that he doesn't believe in global warming. Definitely not. He says, buy, he says, buy that land in Florida on the coast. Now, hey, I mean, that's another thing. If we, the longer we live, we might be able to see some of these uh, seas come back or fill up. I'd be more interested in what's down there. What do you mean? Underneath the sea, there's a lot of evidence that back in the day, there was some uh, possible old ruined cities that are only within 200 uh, feet of sea level. I've heard the same. But if, yeah. There's, so definitely, there's, definitely, evi- there's definitely evidence of something like that. Uh, I know I saw it in ancient aliens, but like Japan for sure. Well, they were also to doing a... Uh, kind of a facelift of Antarctica to but, see what the terrain would look like underneath that. And they do have evidence of certain buildings that are made of, you know, pyramid-type shaped things there, too. Makes me want to move to the mountains or Montana or somewhere that's not affected by any of that shit because I don't want to get flooded out. Oh, you're saying going to higher ground? Yeah, totally. It's going to be an island one day. Oh, I doubt that. I doubt that. I think it's going to go the other way. I think it's more of a rubber band. I think it gets to a certain warm point, and then a, a big system comes through, and it flips. I mean, they've talked about when the poles flipped back in, way back in the days. Yeah. Well, we got about one minute left, so I think we just wrap this motherfucker up. What do you think? It's a wrap. It's a wrap. I'm just too into my freaking uh, conspiracy theories and land formations and old pyramids we haven't found yet. I've been watching a lot of YouTube. I'm sorry, folks. Yeah, well, we'll bring them to another podcast, that's for sure. So let's uh, recharge our batteries and uh, let this fucking tune just take us on out. So with that... What the- so we'll just let this tune take us out. So uh, with that, I'm going to say peace. And uh, I'll talk to everybody another time. Peace. What a mess. I confess that's not all. Darker shame.